Welcome to Geek Girl Soup. I'm Susan. I'm Chris. And I'm Eric. And since Eric's here, you know what we're talking about. <laughs> we're talking the about Walking the Walking Dead. Dead. <laughs> I thought it was Westworld. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Got the wrong robots. <laughs> so, the Dad, Walking Dead. This won't take when long, right? Seven, am I correct? <laughs> I mean, talk about correct. Yeah. Season we already talked about the first, first episode. Yeah. And then kind of skipped, you know, when we were supposed to do... Uh, the mid-season one. The mid, mid-season. What, this or is whatever. the mid-season, isn't it? I thought it was eight episodes in the mid-season. Well, after yep, the we four, are. you know, the mid... Yeah, we normally do four. Quarterly, and I don't know. Quarterly. quarterly. We'll go See, I don't know how the hell we podcast. I don't understand the schedule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Makes you sense. just call us up and you say, let's do a podcast, and we say, yay. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're there, or not. So, well, uh, before we get started, I would like to talk to you guys about a geek moment, which I did uh, send you a photo of. Um, I was, uh, I get my hair done uh, in the valley, and I always knew that Michael uh, got his hair done. Um, you know, uh, Abraham got his hair done at the same hairdresser I, I do, because the hairdresser actually colors his hair, you know, that red. And, uh, are you and I'm like, your oh, hair you... is colored, sir? Hey, not mine. Oh, uh, uh, no, not mine. <laughs> I buy it. <laughs> so, uh, so, of course, I called in for an uh, appointment over the holiday, and I went in there, and I sat down, and I looked over, and guess who was sitting next to me? Nice. Abraham. I mean, complete, nice. a- complete Abraham. <laughs> so, of course. And everything. Mustache and everything, because he's kept it for the conventions, you know. And, of course, I'm geeking out. I want to really say something, but he's totally into his phone, you know, checking out his phone. So I'm like, I can't say anything. And then our hairdresser, who happens to be named Michael, comes over and goes, Hey, Eric, I'm going to put you in the chair. i got to do Michael first, and I'm I'm running a little late. I'll put you in the chair next to us, and then uh, you can start getting your hair worked on while I finish up Michael. And I'm like, perfect. Because that allowed me to start talking to Michael. Mm-hmm. You know? So, of course, we had a you know, great conversation, you know, just about I, – I tried not to geek out on him too much. You know, when you, when you do have somebody there, you know, you're kind of like, I don't know. You just, you know, you just try to play it cool the whole time. But uh, one of the, the interesting things is he knows a lot of the actors, some of them that are on Team Wolf. So, of course, we talked about that. And um, he didn't say he had anything coming up, though, because I think I asked him that, and he, he didn't know what he was moving on to, just getting through the holidays and stuff. But uh, the picture I sent you just for the fans listening was actually his hair on the floor, that red hair that was cut off. He kind of just got a, a nice tight shave. He still looks the same. It's just that tight haircut now. Uh, but it was kind of fun <laughs> to look at Abraham's hair on the floor Mixed in with mine. I don't know if it's gross or... <laughs> That's right. All you need is a little bat. <laughs> it is funny, though. person as he seems on, on Yes, TV. he is the nicest guy on the face of the earth. You know, he really is. He's so nice and, and warm and enjoys uh, being that celebrity on, you know, you know people recognizing him for, for Abraham. So that was great. 
But yeah, I don't know if it's a gross moment. Like you're looking down at the hair and you're kind of like, oh, should I save some of that? Should I not? Yeah, that would be creepy. That would be creepy. <laughs> so anyway, there's my geek story. See, I still, I work in this business and I still geek out. Cool, cool. That's why we're on Geek Girl Soup. That's right. It That's is. right. And, and I just finished an interview with a cast member of uh, Z Nation. So, yay. <laughs> so I got to geek out too. <laughs> Can you feel the beans? Well, it it'll be out later this week. So look uh, look for it on on Zcast. <laughs> yes, go to Zcast, Eric, check it out. Yes. Eric, since you asked a question asked him a question, you already know who it is, but you know. <laughs> All right. Do you actually think this podcast is going out before they make the announcement on their own feed? Well, no, because I have another podcast to edit and put uh, out before this but one. Why so no. Just say, so people know what to go over and see. All right. Joe Yeah. He plays the man. There you go. But you guys have done a really good job on, on getting the cast of Z Nation on your show. Congrats. Yeah, yeah. We well this this time, uh Brad has uh, a little inside track there since he's doing more writing and more podcasts for uh, pure fandom. So they have, um, they have a connection to sci-fi and can get the, uh, the emails and uh, get in contact with the people we need to get the interviews. That's great. Great, great, great. Mm -hmm. In your professional podcasting life, Right, right. So <laughs> Not just my hobby podcast. A floor drag amateur hour, guys. I know. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, let's get this over with. <laughs> get the wow. show on the road. Wow. All right, the venom's already come out. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, so how many of these eight episodes were more than an hour? A two. Uh, well, the first one, three. The first one. And the last two. And that factors into things how? Well, Why is it, that an issue? It seemed like more than a, more than that were. Hmm. So that's all I possibly. that's all I noticed well, on my Evo. And I'm talking about watching it. Okay. Um I don't know. Maybe they just some of them just seemed to drag. They drag. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's it. <laughs> but, well, I think it's more the 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 energy of them was low. They dragged because, you know, it wasn't a happy-go-lucky sort of time for our heroes. No, not so, at all. Uh, that that's kind of appropriate, isn't it? I mean, this is in the aftermath of a, a huge horror show that they started the season with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, look, you want to. Uh-huh. The thing of it is, this is following the script. This is talking the. We're talking about the Walking you mean Dead the comic based books, on a comic. The comic book script. script? Yeah, the the comic book went through all of the things that we're seeing. I mean, I'm amazed that they're still on comic book material that I've read because I stopped reading this thing two years ago. And, and, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, the comic oh book did kind of drag on in this uh-huh. portion, also. Yeah, uh huh. Wow. Yeah, it's just being true to its nature, which here's the they thing. don't have to be. And maybe, and, and you know, they, they, they aren't. They still have characters that don't exist in the comics. They're still doing sure. things on their own. But sure. like the the one, th- here's two things that happened. You guys watched it week by week. I mm-hmm. binged because 
I wasn't watching it weekly anymore. So, like, in the past two days, I've caught up on the last six episodes. (laughs) And for me, this is exactly what I think people who watched Lost and saw that season that ha- that dealt with the tail section, like, in in order. Um, like, they claim that that show doesn't have, like, you know, the problems that watching it live with huge breaks in time and then, like, holiday breaks and all that other stuff that goes on when you're just watching a live show and making an appointment TV, that can change your outlook on something. Like, for me, it was like, I know this is going to be depressing, but I have to get through this for this podcast, and there it is. It's depressing. It's exactly what, what I expected, and, <laughs> and it wasn't surprising to me. Well, do you, um, think, do you think, since we forced you to watch it, that's the only reason you watched it, or were you gung-ho to sit down and watch? I was curious. From the get-go, Curiosity is what got me watching The Walking Dead. I'm like, I knew that I had read the comic. Uh, I knew the material was kind of rough. Um, and I was curious as to how they were going to do this for for television, how they were going to make this a weekly show. And they're now getting to that truly experimental time where they're taking really weird risks and showing characters do bizarre things uh, and be in bizarre situations. Now, some of the execution is faulty. Like, uh, uh, I don't know if we want to get into, like, what happens in the episodes yet. You do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. yeah, let's do it. Well, the whole Rick gets beaten down and then comes back to realize that, no, no, I am the badass. <laughs> I need to fight. I can't be the meek follower that, like, Negan is trying to make me and everybody else was already on that page. He just needed to get with them. Mm-hmm. Some of that was not executed in the most. And, and wasn't that different in the comic? Um, in the comic, well, that whole engagement, that whole encounter was a little bit different. How they met Negan, if you remember. Well, yeah, but I mean, it, it seems that in the comic, he always had that revolt and rebellion mm-hmm. under the surface. But it seems like in the show, Negan really did break him and he was going to really, you know, follow the rules and everything. But on the, in the comic, he was just doing it for show. Here's the thing in the comic. I never liked Negan. He seemed like a cartoon character, even more so than Abraham in the comic was a cartoon character. Like Mm -hmm. they didn't fit the reality of the environment that they're in. I got what they were going for. I'm actually enjoying um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's portrayal of Negan on the show much better than I liked the character in the comic. I was reading them in the comic and he was just like, eh, it's, this is your over-the-top villain that's just got no backstory and is just doing me well, because he can't. I, I think that's it. It's, it's like a little bit of Negan goes a long way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? You just get tired of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, well, he hasn't been in much of it, but if you actually take a look at how often... I think five episodes. Five episodes, you think? Mm-hmm. He was in the first one. Well, 
He was in, in the fourth one. Yeah. And Which dealt with Daryl. Daryl's episode, I call oh, it. Oh, yeah, he was in Daryl's, yeah. yeah. He was in, well. Breaking right. Daryl, basically, you know. Right. Well, I think it's I, only four. I think he's only been in four of the eight episodes. I, yeah. I mean, I Which guess. Is, it, it, and he, he, just the, the way, too much. The way he comes and invades Rick's space. Yes, when he's with Rick, it's great. When he's yeah. not with Rick, it isn't. And no, no, he, he wasn't it. with Rick when he was invading his space. When he was oh, when he was his, well, you put a child in jeopardy with his razor. Oh, okay. When he was right, like right, teaching right, his right. son life lessons. Right. When he's life. hanging right. out with his baby. I mean, this yeah. is we're, once again just like we inter- just like we covered the last show. We're going backwards. <laughs> we're starting with the That's last fine. one. Yeah, <laughs> you That's don't okay, care. To me, to summarize, to <laughs> summarize this whole. Right. To summarize this first half of the season, mm-hmm. if you just watched episode one and you jumped to eight, you don't need the middle. Nothing really? happened. That's true. That's oh, true. Oh, no, 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 no. Things did happen. Well, what what? They changed Daryl. Daryl as Not a character really. has no, been. They no. Didn't. no, they yes. didn't. No, they didn't. Daryl took I'll out a character. They... Wait, yeah. Daryl took out a character that you would, he would have not. He took out Joe, yeah. Like, he didn't kill the guy who got ironed. True. Um, okay, and, I'll agree with that. That's that. Yeah, I would agree. This guy that, who seemed like the case. softest of the yes. Raiders, he had no mercy. He right. But at the but at the like, same time, but at the same time, he would have taken out that guy after episode one because he witnessed the brutal deaths of his best friends. I think he had to be conditioned. Right. I think that was the whole story we were getting. All right. So we can add his episode. So you watch the first one, you watch the episode. (laughs) Am I going to have to go to bat for each episode that was Yes. And and I think you have to watch Carol and, and, and Morgan's episodes just so you can see the kingdom, you know, and meet Ezekiel and, um, and the tiger. Yeah, that's, you know, but you coming off of, but see, the placement of that episode was so wrong because you come off of this morally, like, yeah, this big was, episode, and then it's just man. nothing, nothing. And yeah. so it's it's such a letdown because it didn't, it didn't, mm-hmm. you know it's almost the like they should have taken, hang on, they, they should have taken, uh, what's her name, who found that other society uh, the, of all women? Which mm-hmm. kind of reminded me of Sisters of Mercy. Right. <laughs> but there was no pie. <laughs> there was no pie and no bears. Yeah. Um, but that episode would have been better to have second because there was really some good threat there from those women. And coming off of Negan's group, um, you would have still right. felt that threat even more. Right. Especially since that's why their, their men and boys were not there was because of Negan's group. Exactly. So you see how... This group is turned into a Negan group without being attached to a Negan group. And and you know how I hate it when they do episodes like that anyway. And I, I would rather have, you know, a few scenes of this, this character, a few scenes of that character, and not just all Tara or all Carolyn Morgan or all Daryl, you know. Yeah, like they did season four, right? Was it four? They broke everybody up. Right, right. And I didn't, I didn't mind it that I, and I didn't, and I didn't mind it. I remember I didn't mind it and you did. Mm -hmm. I don't think I mind breaking it up. I think what our characters go through in the broken up episodes this season, 
the bottom line is, this is how I sum it up. We all know our group is going to kill Negan. So get on with it. Yeah, and they finally started talking about it now. Right. <laughs> so it, what, what we are as an audience is we are ahead of the show. Mm-hmm. We know that something is going to happen, and hey, the passive people are going to stop being passive, meaning uh, Rick. You know what I mean? So it's going to happen. Why do we have to wait episode, eight episodes or seven episodes for that to happen? Hey, so we're ahead of the show. Are you sure? That's are you happen? sure? And what if they didn't? And what if it's different? Then where are you? Because that's the thing. You can't be certain that the show is going to lead you down your expected path. Well, that'll be great. But the fact is, it's kind of like Terminus, how we were all dreading Terminus. And then they just blew up Terminus in one episode and we moved on. Mm-hmm. In this case, we know. And was that satisfying? I thought the Terminus stuff wasn't quite satisfying. The way they kind of they built it up and then one episode it was gone. I would have liked to maybe have stuck in there a little bit, but it didn't bother me. I was really shocked by it that they were able to take something that you thought they'd spend some time on and just, nope, we're not going to spend any time on this. We're going to go. And I feel that with Negan, we spent all this great time building up Negan. So we spent, what, a season, a half a season. We've met all Mm -hmm. these people who work for Negan, and they were very nasty people. You know, like all those episodes were great. All our characters were under a lot of threat and everything. Now it's like we just know either they're going to kill off Negan. Like to me, I'd be like, you know what? F this. I'm out of here. I'm going to go. I'm going to move out of this area. And I'm going to go find another place to live. That's what I would do. That's probably the most logical thing to do except for the fact that you'd be leaving behind Daryl and all that but and it no, took you all this group, time to yep. it took you all this time to establish a place where you've got running water and things yeah but, but it's here's not the thing. what they've done this whole beginning I'm sorry but the beginning of the season is really about establishing all the other communities that exist that mm-hmm. are at the verge of rebelling against Negan you know, it's like Negan has his thumb on um, the 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 Amazons at, uh, down at the bayou. I thought they were on an island at the beginning of that episode. I thought it was lost. What the hell happened? <laughs> but uh, the uh, the kingdom obviously has some individuals who are not cool with the way things are going down and think that it's going to break and need, things need to happen. Clearly, things are changing at the hilltop. It's all about all these communities now finally getting their shit together and having basically some sort of all-out war. Well, I will say it's great to watch Maggie. We know Maggie wants to take her revenge on Negan, and it's great to watch her take over the power position at Hilltop. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's a great – like. That piece of the episode is great. 15, 20 minutes, you know what I mean? Like when, the, when they let the zombies in and then they showed up and thought, oh, we're gonna, we were going to clean this mess up for you, but you somehow took care of yourself. All that's great. It's, I don't know. It's just like it could have been truncated in the four episodes and it would have been right. dynamic. Right. It just um, feels like they're stretching this out this the season. Other, the other problem I had with 
with Negan this fall was just, it, you know, it's kind of too close to real life, uh, you know, after the election and everything. And, <laughs> you know, and they're, they're, this is happening in real life and people are being assholes in real life to each other. And, change that (laughs) i know they can't change that but it was i mean that's just like another reason why it was hard to watch especially you know when his first visit to um to alexandria Mm -hmm. i think that aired the week after the um election after the election and it was just like oh so now i'm seeing now i'm getting a little bit of the story behind the venom because i've been seeing your posts i've been seeing your little you know Fuck this guy. <laughs> you know, these little, <laughs> these little dribs and drabs of like, the show sucks. And like, you know, uh, some people have stopped watching it. Like, right. we usually like Kelly, podcast with Kelly's another person right. who's not here. And right. that to me is oh, the fascinating stuff. This is the thing that makes, like, this show interesting to me uh, beyond just it being entertainment on television that I'm watching. It's it stopped being destination TV for me. I didn't feel the need to watch it every Sunday. And I feel like maybe the binge version that I did made me feel better about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But were you but let me ask this, since you binge watched it, were you at the end of an episode, oh I can't wait to see what happens in the next episode? Oh, I get this is really building. This is really building. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> or did you, I was you know, curious. or were you, well, because you were doing this podcast, forced to watch it because you had a timeline, you had to watch oh, no. all these episodes? Trust me, if I if I wasn't being entertained, I wouldn't have continued well, watching. Like, I don't watch Fear the Walking Dead, you know. Well, that, we're not right? saying it's not, right, and I'm not saying it's not entertaining. I'm just saying we're ahead of the show now. We are. Ne- we know that episode episode eight was coming. We know that episode was coming. And it didn't it feel good happened. to see them do that? I mean, the, they made what the goal was was to make you work for it, and then show you some relief when you finally saw your like, character back to where you you wanted them. Right? You you want them to be fighters. You don't want them to be losers. <laughs> you don't want them to take the status quo and and just live with it. It's. It was clunky along the way, yes, <laughs> but like I've seen worse. It, it's really tough doing shows that jump through time, like uh, the Terror episode. I had an issue with the fact that, like, I was. It had been so long since we'd seen her and her situation that I had forgotten the fact that she wouldn't know that her lover was dead. And so when she mentions, I've got somebody back, I actually looked at my, my partner and said, hey, who's she talking about? Is she seeing somebody else? <laughs> because, like, that woman's dead. <laughs> and she's been dead for so long. It's like none of that made sense to me until we got the reveal of, oh, she's been gone since before that. Which is really only, what, two weeks? Mm. I guess in, in their in their timeline, but yeah, and, and, and to your point, yeah. Ed, Eric, there's there's been some like edits where like we got that whole story with uh, um, this in this last episode, in episode eight, the guy from the kingdom who went to um, Morgan and um, wanted to yeah, um, yeah and wanted Carol, Carol. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and wanted them to you know speak 
to um, the leader and, and try and get them done. Hmm. I believe he's the same guy who kind of was giving them grief in that second episode. Yeah, he's the like, one that got beat up in the second episode, and yet his all of his scars were gone. Yet, what's up with uh, uh, what's his name who made the bullets? Uh, I'm I'm forgetting. Uh, oh, Eugene. Eugene. What's up with Eugene and him being all scarred up for what seems like ages? Yeah, his scars seem to get worse between episode seven and episode eight. <laughs> when you saw the face up thing. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It was just weird. Like I I I was forgetting who people were and their motivations. We go to that weird little cabin where he sits down and kind of has a breakdown. I'm like, are we supposed to know what this cabin thing is all about? <laughs> that he's got hidden behind a sign? The guy from the kingdom. I'm mm-hmm. about. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what is, you know, none of that backstory means anything to us because um, we don't really know that character. No, but I think he... It, the, okay, let's talk about this. Focus on him for a little bit. Is we see... That he's providing the pigs, and you know yep. we watch these pigs eat on zombies, and you're thinking, why would you eat that animal if it's fed on a zombie? This is so gross. And then you realize that they're giving the meat over to Negan, and it's like that's awesome. You know that was a great. Doesn't really do anything. What's it, is it actually going to do anything? Yeah. No, but just Does the thought. It, it's just the thought of it. You know what I mean? It's like it doesn't it doesn't poison you or anything, but the fact that you're eating an animal that feeds off Feeds a zombie. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know. You'd be shocked what animals eat that we eat anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So the fact that they're eating well, the fact that they're eating human human flesh, and then you're rotted eating them. Flesh. Yeah, rotted human flesh. Yeah, that was great. human flesh. Because one of the things I keep saying is, why don't they poison Negan? Why don't whatever they give the camp, just and poison see, it? And that's what I was thinking about, you know, that, that note that they got, with, uh, that Rick and Aaron got with the, with the supplies. You know, you, you think you won, but you lose or something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe those supplies are poisoned. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah, we hope so. <laughs> and yeah. the, the problem I had with with this episode, this last episode that was 90 minutes long and you know after the first like after the first <laughs> half hour I'm like okay we get it everyone's plotting against Negan uh can we just move on <laughs> and it's like do I have to watch the rest of this episode but then you know half an hour wow. later it it did get better and it's like okay they could have cut some of those scenes in the beginning we didn't have to see all of them we get the idea what um was that just me <laughs> or did uh, I did like the episode a lot better than the previous episodes I don't know I think I was back into that fear with Negan you know Negan on the porch holding the child that that always puts I thought a lot of the viewer in jeopardy you know what I mean like what the yeah. you know I agree I I thought the early stuff was kind of fascinating with you know the dumb kid doing the dumb thing and then you know there's going to be a comeuppance for that. Yeah. And there was tension there as he's having that talk with me. And, and, and you get to see that there's more information coming out. It's like, ah, we get to see more of Negan's setup and what he's doing and how he handles business in his little fiefdom. Uh, you know, I don't know. You know, that, that, whole thing with, that whole thing with Carl really 
piss me off because he's blowing away all these people that are coming in at him, and yet he stops firing when Negan's in front of him. <laughs> yeah. It's like right. that was really to me. That was like if I was in the cutting room, I'd be like, this this, this doesn't work for me. Either he has to run out of bullets. Or Negan has to st- like I would have had the kid firing and then somebody punches the kid you know gets in there and gets right. the kid because yeah he you had a I mean? clear chance to kill him yeah easy easy kill him and Carl was riled up enough to not pause and take him out and we've seen Carl do that too his Carl when he first in season two was it where he killed um, that one person that was in the forest I mean Carl just shot him mm-hmm. you know what I mean and said he had to die. So we've seen Carl make that decision, and now Carl has matured and knows right from wrong, and he knows this guy is wrong. So the, that was a very big misstep for me in terms of watching the show because he should have just taken him out. But then you know, oh, well, then we wouldn't have the drama. Now let's talk about Negan. Let's talk about this one moment, though, where there was something. One of the reasons I'm a little bored about Negan is he's the one-trick pony you know what I mean? He's always that antagonizer, that, that bully. Mm-hmm. But there was one, when they're sitting at the table in that apartment or whatever room it is, you know, where somebody sleeps, and, and Carl starts to cry. And there's something the actor. Yeah, and he goes, oh, damn, kid. You know, I keep forgetting that you're just a kid. It's that, that's pretty much what the lines were. I really felt that that moment was the first time you saw whatever mm-hmm. is underneath Negan. Mm-hmm. Whatever Negan was before he became Negan, that was the true Negan. And I wish the show would give him a little more range to see, is, he, is this all pretend? Where does this guy come? Like almost in this first, this first eight episodes, we needed an origin story mm-hmm. for Negan. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of ground us a little bit. Does he come out of a jail? Does he, was he a normal person? Was he a psychologist who knows how to manipulate oh people? Was he, was he a, a candidate's um, <laughs> uh, uh, publicity? Uh, what's the thing? Uh, the people uh, who... Campaign manager. Or, campaign manager. Or, you know what I mean? You yeah. know what? Some what kind was of con Negan? man. <laughs> yeah. What was Negan before... Well, you're curious about that, and they, I think that's. I'm only curious about it because he's boring. He's the same oh, monotone, like I, I said, except for that moment with Carl. I think there were several moments with the Carl that was like that. When when he when he says to Carl, um, "Like you're, look at you, you little badass," and then he's like, "Don't." Carl says to him, "What are you going to do to me?" And he's like, "Don't disappoint." Those kinds of interactions. He has the same interactions with um, uh, with D- Daryl, and he, he explains the Anybody fact that what stands he's up to him. Yeah, he explains the fact that you know he actually gives his plan to Carl. What Daryl? The reason he's not dead is because he's going to be my little soldier. This guy over here, you know, he's he's actually telling him what he's got going on. This was his his origin story to a level to the first level that second layer is going to be a reveal that comes down the line we're going to get that i have no doubt in my mind what you're asking for eric is coming i just like i said we know our cast is going to get there and want to kill him 
And at the same time, the repetitiveness of this bully tone does like the whole burning of the guy's face uh, that I guess snuck off and slept with his girlfriend. Is that what the crime was that happened? There's no cheating Um, on Megan. You know what I mean? I just, I was, there was no jeopardy. Like, okay, we just learned where, what's his name got his burn. That's all that whole 20 minutes of execution was. And there was just, I'm just like, Okay, I get it. You step out of line, you something happens to you. Whoop-de-doo. You know what I mean? I get it. I, I guess at the end of the day, I get it. I get it. I get Boy, it. You sound just Let's like move Susan. On. <laughs> <laughs> Susan was just about saying the exact same thing about five minutes ago. <laughs> well, it's because I'm ready. Watching week to week. Maybe we uh, should just binge it. Yeah, I, I don't I, think. I recommend it. I, I don't well I don't think watching week to week would have made it any better for me. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, this I'm ahead of the story. Okay. I'm where I want to be right now. Yeah. Yeah, but you when you I mean? are you not watching it week to week? I thought you were watching yeah, it like, yeah. on Sunday and then you yeah. have a whole week to wait and then you watch the next one. And I didn't where I didn't have that whole week. I know, but what I'm saying I is I watched one, then watched the next one, and I didn't have like a week of ruminating on how shitty that last one was. Yeah. Which you seem to have had plenty of time to do. I and wouldn't say shitty. I would one, say... You go in with like even more venom because that one was shitty. I bet you this one's no. going to be shitty too. Oh, look, it's shitty too. No, <laughs> like, it's not as much fun to watch as, you know, The Strain or uh, something like that, you know. <laughs> Because well, I think that's it. it. It's not that it's shitty. It's just it's lackluster. It's like I'm not on every episode. I'm not on on the edge going, what's going to happen next week? I. It's just, all right, we got to do, are they going to, like I said, I'm ahead of the story. So every episode, I'm just waiting for them to do what they did in the final episode. Enough is enough. Mm-hmm. We're not going to take it anymore. And that should have happened in this Third, when did they come to Alexandria for the first time? The and they fourth took episode. And, yeah. And there are, you know, Spencer's already saying that, but, you know, he wasn't there at the, you know, around the fire when they killed Abraham and Glenn. But, right. um, but yeah, I mean, we, we, sh- we did hear it from a couple of people then, but well, here's, in episode eight. Here's the thing. I, I really think that we're suffering from the fact that the source material did all of this. And I I, you know me, being, I'm not part of that. I know, I, I, but I'm saying this is the source they're working from. If you hate what the show is doing, you would have triply hated reading the goddamn book. Because there were literally issues where it was just seemed like it was a block of text. It's just Rick walking around the perimeter of the town and just... Spouting bullshit that means nothing. And I was like flipping through pages going, right. do I really need Those are the ones that took you five minutes to read that issue. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like a slideshow and nothing fucking happened. Yeah. Guess what? That's the source material that they're working from. Yeah. yeah. And yes, maybe they could have changed it, but they decided not to. They went with what they got. And, you know, we whether it seems like it's turned some people away, there's certainly a backlash going on. There is a world. You're not alone, Eric. (laughs) Neither are you, Susan. There's a lot of people out there saying that the show has, they've dropped it. They just walked away. 
And and I think there's two factors, and I think Susan identified it, is we are now living in a time uh, in America that we are tired of the bully. We are tired of misinformation. You know what I mean? We're So normally when things happen to our society where there's a lot of stress on us, we start gravitating towards content that is less stressful. Comedy, mm. for instance, or a yeah. musical. Like that's or probably why a lot... Or science fiction, but we're going to get, I'm a little worried about comic books. I think we're going to get a little tired of villains and things. I mean, I do remember, I'll, I'll tell you this little antidote. Um, I always wondered like during, because I, I wasn't around, during World War II, all the musicals that came out of World War II, and I couldn't understand. Here we are, we're at war, people are being killed every day. How could people watch these, these musicals? And I'm not saying they weren't great because they are. But I just didn't understand it. And then September, uh, you know, 11th happened in 2001. And all of a sudden, I got it. I I understood it. I I didn't want, like, for a month after that, I didn't want to watch anything that had, I didn't want to see anybody die. I didn't want to see anybody hurt anybody. I just wanted to laugh and and watch movies that had family-based issues, you know, like being together as a group like stand by me, you know, things like that. And so maybe we are suffering a little bit of fatigue of what is going on in America with the show, maybe. Uh, So that's my one point. Mm -hmm. Will will that be enough to turn it around for people? Say that again? When they fight back and you know it's coming, will that be enough to turn it around for people and make it worthwhile? It depends on how they fight back. You know? Because it's funny, like the character that I was loving the most and now hate the most, I don't hate her, but Carol, who makes to me 0.0 sense <laughs> as a character anymore. Really? It, it, yeah. So she's yeah. like, I just don't want anybody bugging me. I want to be I just want to sit in my cabin. Yes. And, don't and don't come to my door. Don't bring me fruit. Don't bring me fucking fruit. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Uh, she... Back when the wolves attacked, was at the place that, in episode eight, the rest of the characters have finally gotten. So she's been ahead of the game, right? And that's what made her love made us love her because she knew how to like hide it and play play the game in in plain sight. And then they just gave her religion, and now she's something else. I don't know what the heck is happening with Carol character. But, like, they seem to bring her back in episode eight just to remind us how stupid she is or how stupid her character is. Not her. I, the no, actress I, I love, they're... the character I love, loved. <laughs> but right now, she just makes no sense. I don't know. I think, I think though, that they, they're also trying to say you might, like, Carol is the one that's left the group. You remember how I said I would have just left, mm-hmm. you know, ran away from Negan? She's yeah. kind of run away from Negan. <laughs> And yet, being away from the apo- uh, ap- apocalypse, she can't escape it. It's mm-hmm. always going to be at her door, literally. And, and our group there, they wouldn't let her leave. They came after her. Mm-hmm. And she wouldn't have survived. She can't, you can't survive in this world alone. Yeah. Unless you're the Punisher. <laughs> you've you've got to be in a, a you've got to have support. She was basically committing suicide. She was going off to, you know, do that Eskimo thing and 
<laughs> I, I'm making shit up. <laughs> you know, the, the whole, never mind. Anyway, she was committing suicide, and they wanted to keep her from doing that, and that made sense. Yeah. And she seems to have gotten to this point where she can, she'll stay outside the community and mm-hmm. she'll stay there so she can survive. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't want to know from anybody else. She doesn't want to hear their stories. She doesn't want to get involved. She's cut the cord, essentially, mm-hmm. for caring. But I'm predicting she, she will get involved. Uh, oh, yeah. Of course. It'll either, come to, it'll either come to her doorstep or yeah. she, she'll see her, like she did at Terminus. She'll right. see her group right. being threatened and she'll be forced. Right. And, and, and so uh, will, um, who's with her? Uh, dang Morgan. it. Morgan. <laughs> so will Morgan. He, he'll, uh, I think, you know, he was being questioned, you know, would he be able to kill? And I think if he's put into that situation, he will. Mm-hmm. He will wow. have to. Susan and I know a little something about Morgan and what he's done and what he's doing. And there was actually a hint of that given in this episode. Um, where, where did we find Rick? When, when Rick made his decision to change, where was he? Oh, okay. He was in Alexandria. Right. But do you remember where? Room. Oh, he was in the jail cell. Yeah. What was he doing there? He was looking at his axe and some letter. I don't know what right. the letter was. Do you know what the letter was? The know. axe is the axe that he carried mm-hmm. when he was tormented with it in episode one of this season. The letter, I don't know what the letter... Uh, I know, is it the Morgan letter? I think there was a letter Morgan gave him. That scene is important. No, I know it is. I mean, you yeah. felt Morgan... You. I mean, you felt Morgan in that jail cell. I mean, that was the talk about great, you know, that's what I call great writing. You put a character in a situation where you know the history of what that space means. You, you feel Morgan in that scene. And Rick tried to be Morgan, be the passive one, be the one that doesn't fight back. This cooperates and provides and does what he's told, like Morgan wants him to be. You know what I mean? Don't kill. Right. And he realizes after, after watching some more people that he tried to keep safe be butchered in front of him again, while he was still doing what he was doing, you know, meaning providing, following the rules, shit still crumbled around him and people got killed. He realized he has to follow his own path, his own st- instincts, and... Uh, she says it very well to him. Um, what's the line that she says? She said, what does she say? She, um, it needs to be us, not, it, right. not my way. We survive. We ours. survive. Right. Right. We survived this far. The reason we're here is because it was our way. Yeah. You know what I mean? It has to be a group effort. Right. What did and the group's the there. What did you think of the guy who tried to subvert uh, Rick's rule? Oh, our uh, um, the son Spencer. Mm-hmm. I thought it was good. I thought it was working a little bit with Negan, and I I, I loved that Negan used saw it again. It. Yeah, saw oh, through it, and only yeah. that even even used it like it showed. It was another layer once again. That's why I liked the first episode and the fourth episode and the last episode. 
is because that's how Negan keeps people who are scheming to try to do something in line also. It's like your boy was scheming against you. Here, yeah, you know, I'm gonna. Oh, he ha- he does have guts. I did you, you know a favor. I mean? Yeah, I want you to say thank you. Right. <laughs> Funny it's that interesting. You're flipping what you're saying. You realize and saying that the episodes you like are the ones where Negan <laughs> is actually fucking there. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's it it is interesting how he'll um, he'll you know, take out somebody like Spencer, take out him directly, but then, you know, uh, what's her name? Uh, Rosita shot at him. Right. And Mm -hmm. then he killed somebody else, killed Olivia. Well, that seems to be his thing. If you do the killing, you get to live with the other killing I'm going to do based on what you did. Right, because you're a killer. It shows that you've got guts. You're a killer. Like, for instance, the whole scene in the truck and the, the girl just basically says, see, you can't win. Mm-hmm. So take out the gun that's in the glove compartment and kill me because this, it ain't going to end any other way. I'm gonna, either going to kill you or you're going to kill me. Yeah. Now, was that a completely thought, different community that she was showing her? She's like, we're all Negan. She drove her to like what looked like a community, right? It was a little. It was, Did I didn't, didn't want to get this communities we haven't seen yet. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to get my, my butt off the couch and take a closer look. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it was so small in the frame, but I saw a lot, there were a bunch of cars, right? Like just kind of scattered everywhere. Yeah. And then you notice in one of the earlier episodes, this is why I didn't get my butt off the, the couch, is because in earlier episodes, you saw the truck going through a bunch of cars that were just deserted. Yeah, yeah it was going... So I think there's like yeah. a um, junkyard, a, a junkyard of people who have ventured into this thing, either have survived or ha- have been killed off. And, and their cars represent, you know, like it looks, there's something bad going on there when you see a bunch of <laughs> <laughs> dead vehicles laying around. You know what I mean? Right, right. There's something evil going on there. Don't go any further. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they just need a zombie moat, which they probably already have, right? Yeah, well, they have that where they people who betray them, they put them in that zombie cage around yeah. the perimeter yeah, to remind. They're, they're kind of they're chained up in there. They're, yeah, they're but they're also there to remind. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're also there to remind. Yeah. You know, this if you to you, yeah, exactly. You want to end up in here? Just keep doing what you're doing. Mm. <laughs> And there is, you know, there is a subset of people that really, I don't know what they do, that he actually is taking care of people. Mm-hmm. I don't think they provide too much. Maybe they're doing the laundry or something. They're doing, you know yeah, I mean? they're doing jobs. He, he tells, he, he, he explains that to the kid. And he also explains it to the woman who obviously already knows all this. Hey, I could give you a job. I could give you all a job. <laughs> you right. probably won't like it. But like, yeah, they're they're doing the work and they're subservient to him. They all kneel in his presence. He's got mm-hmm. them cowed. But mm-hmm. uh could we go back a second? I need your your help, Eric. I need your expertise in the editing because there's something that just makes no bloody goddamn sense and I I want you to <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Uh Spencer goes home. His house is in tatters. Yes. He looks, oh, he looks to the right. 
we pan across the room yes. that's all in a mess, which suddenly cleans itself up. Mm-hmm. And then he walks by all clean shaven. Then he walks out, giving mm-hmm. me the impression in my head, this is now a flashback we're watching, watching until we realize it's present day. So when he walked in, was it a flashback? And is this what no. they did no. to his house after they found the guns in his house? Or, or did yeah, he actually clean that fucking day the entire house up? Well, we're not saying that much time. I think we're saying a couple of days, if not less, have gone by. And basically, I think Rick contributed plus the, um, plus the Negan gang. Uh, the saviors also messed up the house because when they found that there were guns missing, they said he sent them out to find them. Right. So, but I think that's, I think Carl, I think Carl and uh, who was with Carl looking for stuff in the house. I think they messed up the house. So that's the damage, but that was also his mother's house. That wasn't his house. Right. Right. Well, it is his house. Yeah. Like my, my confusion is he went out and provided for the saviors. He comes home. He's all bloody. He right. walks through the door and the place right. is a mess. Right. Did he take the time to clean the house as yes. well as clean yes. up? Yeah. Oh exactly. my God. It's How much did he, did he have? Okay. This brought up the, does he have bionic cleaning powers? Look at well, I, I guess so. Yeah. No, I heard, I heard, I've heard that described as the HGTV sequence. You know, that's, that's one of the things that they do on HGTV. Oh, really? They, they pan through the house and do. I saw it as, I saw it as a, kind of thing. I saw it kind of as a montage, but done right through visual effects in terms of, you know, things straightening themselves up. Um, so I, under, I understood what was going on, but at the same time, um, there was a line that was delivered to him is like, we like people, you did good. We like people who really like something like fight to get us stuff because he was all yeah. bloody. Like mm-hmm. they could tell he went through some shit to get this stuff. Like and so that. I think Negan. that, right. So I think that was our character or his character. Oh, his character's motivation now, he walks in, he sees the mess, and he's like, I can live in this world, and this is my scheme, which we don't know that yet, obviously. But if you watch it, he cleans up his life, cleans himself up, then goes out and does his scheme, which is providing this cherished liquor. Obviously, we know it's his cherished liquor because he stashed it to Negan and then unveils his plan. So to me... It, it kind of represented his arc a little bit, like, I'm going to fit in this world, this Negan world now. Okay. Because he was I'm, kind I'm of... I was just confused because it looked like it took hours, not days. Hours. Mm-hmm. If, if, if he, he may have taken an hour or two to clean himself up. Him, I could understand, but when the house was like that, I was like, that's why I was confused. It's like, is this a flashback? Is this a flash forward? No, this is the same freaking time. Right. Yeah. It was a probably you could argue in the cutting room that it was probably a little too stylized for the show because it's not a style that you see too often happen in the show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So maybe that moment was a little st- too stylized, you know, too cool. No, it just took too, it, it just took me out of it because of the amount of time it would have taken to do what happens in that transition it didn't seem to me like but this it was also, all happening 
in a couple of hours. But it didn't because seem, it wasn't there right. for a day. But it also didn't seem to me like he really cleaned up because the books were still on the floor. So it was like kind of like he just made piles, swept up what was there, made piles, and then cleaned himself okay. up. So it didn't feel yeah. like a long time. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get. I didn't get the distance in time. Probably just because the books weren't put back on the shelf. So I mean, they were piled up on the floor. So to me, it just felt like he straightened things up a little bit and then cleaned himself up. Well, that's why you're here, Eric. You fix these things up for me and my. (laughs) You cleaned out that dust bunny that was causing all sorts of grief. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now, Eric, do you have any predictions for? yeah, they're going to kill Negan. <laughs> and, and what episode? I, trying, I have no fucking... Please, episode one. <laughs> I'm ready to move on. on. Haven't you nine. learned anything? It's yeah, not going to be until the finale. <laughs> I don't know. Terminus, baby. Terminus. Um, yeah, they spend another eight episodes getting all the groups together to go against Negan. It's going to be pretty boring. Did they set up you know what I mean? A new question, a new mystery man. Just oh, like right, the, right. this episode, the guy in the booth. Somebody else well, who's in you, the wait, background. Wait, 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 wait! You guys assume it's a man. I don't know who it is. I a think it's person in the, the boots. <laughs> I think it's one of the women from that camp. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I thought it was because someone she, from she that. Left. Who was trying to kill her and actually ended up letting her go? Was it? It's the daughter of the camp leader or the chick that she actually didn't shoot. You know, the one that she was going to shoot and didn't shoot. I think it's somebody from that camp. I really do. I thought it was somebody from the place where they got the supplies. Like, the guy didn't die. He's actually still there. Because isn't that the first place we saw the boots? Yeah, but, you know, what's interesting is I feel that that place is right next to where the girls are. It feels it? like the same. It feels like the same area, real close by. You know, like mm. like a mile away, half. Like it feels like the same area. And who's, you know, yeah. So and and that might be just because maybe I'm picking up on location. Like they probably did shoot it at the same location. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so even though it doesn't look like the same location, it feels like the same area, mm-hmm. the same part of town, the same. You know. So that would be my guess, unless you know, you guys read the comic books, you know which characters are coming in. Well, there there's a character who's missing. Remember, <laughs> wait, wait. There's a, the guy with the dreadlocks is missing. Tara's friend. Yeah, but why would yeah. he be stalking his own group? Right, he's weird. He's already he's told not- Tara, <laughs> "I'm not going. To, I'm not going to. Back, I'm not going go back, back, but I go back. I'm not going to back for any of you." <laughs> It's like it's all me. I'm, it's all about me. And then, like she's like risking her life trying to find him and sees the black well, my, woman. My okay. So my guess would be it's it's a, one of the girls from that camp. That would be my yeah. guess. Any idea on your your guys's end? I, I'd say it's no. the, the black guy. He's gone rogue. The black guy. Okay. <laughs> it's it's kind of <laughs> Is it? Yes. <laughs> I had no fucking clue. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> and you know, and my hope for the next eight episodes is they just go to chaos. Just go back to chaos, you know. 
you know, this, you know, there's a lot of, there's going to be a lot of spinning plates. Make those plates spin. It is the apocalypse. Anything can happen. A horde can come. I mean, that's the funniest right. thing. Is, you know, the zombies are not the okay. threat anymore. It's the people. Well, what happens if a horde comes? That would be, because they did yeah. have a line in Negan's, um, uh, and even the women too, is that anytime there was any noises that would bring zombies towards them, they would di- divert them. And I think Negan's camp does right. the same, right? right? Right. They've learned how to deal with that. Right. Exactly. So wouldn't it be great if, you know, somehow but, they. Uh, Joseph, Fat Joseph, he was the one um, who was in charge of that or took a big, that was a big part of his function at Negan's and now he's dead. Mm-hmm. Oh, there but you he's go. He's being replaced by uh, um, flat, Fat Bullet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eugene. 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 No, Eugene has, has the job of making bullets now. Making bullets. Negan. I know, I know. Bullets. Making bullets. Bad joke. And that is the tough part. Like that's that's the thing is that in order for Rick's group to actually succeed in doing this, they need to get guns. And who has the guns? We know the women have a whole big stash of guns. Yeah. Well, we know I mean, that they, they could also the learn how to make other make and use other weapons. Well, they lost I mean, you. That might be useful too. Yeah, but I think you need guns. I mean, they've got a lot of high power. You know, the saviors yeah. have a lot of high powerful, uh, powerful Protected weapons. A distance. That would be best, but yeah. you know, it's not possible right now. Anyway, so, is anybody worried for Rick's partner when he fell into the water? Yeah, oh yeah, right. that was great, and right. and that was that's actually... how we lost. Uh, what's his name? Way back right. when, the tainted meat guy. Yeah, that Aaron, Aaron, and that was really smart for Aaron to do uh, is to go down because zombies, they wouldn't go down to chase after you. You know what I mean? They float mm-hmm. at the surface. So that was a smart thing. I felt like I felt that he he realized that and that's what saved his life. You know, I go, wow, good thing to learn. Like I learned something about the zombie apocalypse. You're stuck <laughs> in a bunch of <laughs> zombies in the water. Die. But, you know, I, I did learn something cool from the uh, the Talking Dead. Um, that the way that they filmed that, they had like a platform under the water, so the the zombie actors were able to stand on it, um, and they were only like under four feet of water, so they didn't have to worry about treading water and acting. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Because you know, yeah. I mean, they were in there most of the day. So. Yeah. Waterlogged, and they looked great too. You know, those kind of like to me that that section of the show that was in well, that was the last episode too. That was a good thing to try to like. That was a puzzle they needed, you know, or a game, or you know what I mean. It's not necessarily a game, but in terms of it was something they had to figure out to to get their reward. And when they got there, of course, it wasn't a reward. But the bottom line is, like, more of that kind of stuff on the show is fun. It keeps you keeps you like oh my god somebody is gonna die so you're freaking out watching it and at the same time it's cool and interesting and different and you know what i mean I, 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 flies on the boat. They, it was a reward yeah just, yeah maybe yeah. maybe I mean, we'll find out <laughs> susan's hoping it's a, a tainted reward. It might be poisoned. <laughs> yeah i think at the end of the day where, where the, the season so far is misfiring is just i'm ahead of the show that's all i'm yeah. just ahead of it I know this is coming. Yeah, it, it, it's frustrating to um, 
I, yeah, I guess that it's, it's frustrating to be behind and, um, and saying, you guys need to speed up, speed it up, speed it up. <laughs> well, they're just not developing our characters. That's the thing. And then you notice they stayed away from our characters because there was nothing to develop. They couldn't develop them anymore. You know what I mean? Because we all know where they stand. You know, the only one we could develop is Maggie, watching Maggie heal and then start taking control of that camp. And that, all those moments were great. <laughs> and eat all the food at the hilltop. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Are you going to eat that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so I and then Megan. giving it credit for. I mean, it's, 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 it's grieving, dude. It's, they gave him time to grieve. Gave who time to grieve? All the characters. They jumped from character to character, group to group, in order to show you, like... I didn't see any grieving. Really? Oh, you I did saw, with Maggie, yeah. Right, and that was such a great scene. Let me tell you, to come back, you know, I'm over my grieving and dealing with the failure, you know, whatever I'm going through with the show, and then you have that nice long shot of her sitting by the grave, and it brought it all back for me. I felt that moment with her. You know, I felt the loss of Abraham and, and Glenn in that moment. And that was very successful for the show. You know, when our, when our group reunited, you know, felt hopeful again. And, it, you know, it may have even gotten dusty in here. So, you know. <laughs> where Negan goes to Alexandria and gives Rick the bat. That whole episode was about creepy. It was the first time we saw that group. And that was a good one. Situation. Mm-hmm. And you got to see them actually play it smart. Oh, she she died. Here's the, the grave. We buried her here. You know, we got to see the priest actually doing. Th- and by the way, hey, our priest character. Back from, you can go from zero to hero in this show. And we saw <laughs> it here several times in his council, in his, uh, he's actually doing the apocalypse priest properly. It's like the apocalypse priest isn't afraid to pick up a gun and shoot you in the fucking head. You're an asshole now. (laughs) And I'm going to walk home. (laughs) I was like, the character moments, my friend. I know, but Negan thinks he's creepy. Yeah. They just needed to be truncated. That's all. We didn't need to spend eight episodes. We could have done this in four, I think. But I want to ask you guys, if you notice this, when, um, when uh, Michonne was on the car, I think it was episode two, when they just got finished taking all the stuff and she goes back out to the car where she killed that zombie and she looks up at, and she looks up and she looks up at something, right? And she's standing there and she's looking at something and then we show her walking and then she finds out their mattress is burning. All right. I so missed what she was looking at because did you do the same thing I did? Now, this is an editorial thing for me. Is she goes and she looks up at the skyline. Over on the right side of the screen is a hawk flying around. So where does my eye go to? Was this little teeny hawk just flying around? Because I think it's an airplane. So she hearing an airplane and she, but I see this little teeny hawk and I go, oh, that's nice nature. And then they cut away. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I rewatched that episode or at least that end, and all of a sudden I saw the the smoke from the mattresses. On the left side of the frame. <laughs> okay. So I was wondering if anybody else got confused, if you two got confused at that moment or you actually saw the smoke and didn't see the hawk. Which one did you I, see? I didn't see either one. <laughs> I don't remember it. 
It's too long ago. <laughs> you binge watched. What are you talking about? No, no, I didn't binge watch the whole thing. Remember, I was watching it with you guys for the first couple of weeks, Until you and then I just stopped it. watching it. Yeah, why? Well, you gave up on it. You gave I gave up, up on, on making it Destination TV. I had another baby. Right. I had fucking yeah. Westworld to watch on Sundays, and there's no fucking way I was going to watch The Walking Dead after that. I did it for a couple of weeks, and then I realized... Nah, I'd rather end my day with something cool. <laughs> See, you did it the opposite. I'd watch Walking Dead first and then finish with Westworld, and Westworld was much more satisfying for me. You watch Westworld first, and then you watch uh, Walking Dead and skip the commercials. <laughs> well, I would skip the commercials on The Walking Dead. I always start at 15 okay. minutes later and then boop, 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 through the commercials. So, so, yeah, and I was watching it with a friend of mine. I actually, the funny thing is, here, here's this season. I have another editor. Actually, uh, Anders, who cut Z Nation also with me. I got him, it's like, I got him into watching the show with me every Sunday night, right? And every episode, he's like, really, dude? Really? <laughs> well, and I'm like, and I'm like, I feel so bad because, like, all the other episodes were rocking, man. Yeah. <laughs> and then the last episode, we couldn't see together, and he actually texted me and said, now that one wasn't bad. So, okay. okay. There, was, there was a comment made in, in the other podcast I recorded uh, earlier and uh, saying that The Walking Dead was the, uh, the show of bad decisions, the characters making bad decisions. So... And uh, Z Nation and was, what's the, yeah, what's well, that? <laughs> it's more of more of what real people would do. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I don't think so. I think they'd leave Murphy Town in a heartbeat. <laughs> like, what, let them have Spokane. Would you, <laughs> well, I mean, they're they're going there, and and they're not afraid anymore. They're feeling like it's their world again, and they're back in control. So, yeah, why wouldn't you go there? I don't know. There's so much going on that's There's bizarre lot, with yeah. Z Nation. I can't even get into that. You want to do a Z Nation episode? Right, right. <laughs> Especially that election episode. Yeah. Yeah. And what was interesting with that one also is it was hilarious, right? And yeah, I watched it yeah, the it night clever. it aired. And then another friend of mine watched it after the election and was like, that wasn't funny. That was disturbing. <laughs> so, you know, that's another one. Timing is everything. Yeah. Well, hopefully, um, because of what's going on in our country, the zombie apocalypse will not start sooner. But who knows? Because if it was ever going to happen. <laughs> well, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> right. Well, that's my, my another geeky podcast. Thing, my geeky thing to do was I went to see 2001 A Space Odyssey. Nice. I got to see Man Evolve beyond this period of time. <laughs> and it was that, So we'll survive, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was wonderful. 70 millimeter at the Egyptian. Check it out if you can, Eric. It's still there. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. seen it. It's, it's except for the first 30 minutes of monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of it is brilliant. I think I'm what? over the monkey part. The monkey part is amazing. <laughs> Once again, you could truncate that 30 minutes in a oh 10. Oh, my God. That's so wrong. How are you so wrong? And I'm sticking to it. No. 
If you want to watch the 30 minutes of monkeys, you go ahead. Yes, I'm going to get I, some popcorn and come back. <laughs> wow. That's what I'll – we'll have to call this podcast 30 minutes of monkeys. Yeah. That's 30 minutes think. of monkeys. Yeah. That's what I feel the uh, this half of the season was, 30 minutes of monkeys. <laughs> that's fine. And the first 30 but minutes still, of you know, the uh, episode. I, you know, I haven't I haven't given up on The Walking Dead. You know, it it I like I said, even with Westworld, I wanna yeah. I will watch and then decide. You know what I mean? Because I like shows that build to something, and they did build to something. But I was already there when they got there. Like I'm like, all right, I'm here. So let's let's see <laughs> but what they, they had to get there, and you had to get follow the journey of them getting there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm tired and I'm confused. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. <laughs> so, so yeah, we, I, I don't know if we'll do another podcast before the end of the year, but uh, we definitely have our, our best of podcast or not maybe best, but you know, our year end awards, the geek girl soup awards coming up. So, so we, we, are we all invited and we have to wear a tux? You have to wear a tux. You can only you can only join the podcast if you're in formal wear. I'll be expecting your gown. Okay. And your hair all done up and and makeup. Right. Right. And high heels. Gosh. Oh yeah, high heels for the podcast. That's mm-hmm. yeah. You're I'll making put me the wear shoe right up here so you can see the shoe, <laughs> and I won't have to wear it. <laughs> So until next time, everybody, happy new year, happy holidays, and geek on.